0: Back to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson, where we are dissecting issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left, agree or disagree. Let's have a conversation. Be sure and check out my website, AmeriChicks.com, and sign up for my emails. We will keep you apprised of all the upcoming guests, topics, and issues that you need to be aware of. I am thrilled to have in studio with me today Jay Davidson. He is the founder, chairman, and CEO of a community bank right here in in the metro area, First American State Bank. And, and community banks are really the backbone, I think, of the American dream. So it's so good to have you in studio, Jay.
1: Well, thank you, Kim. It's good to be here again.
0: Yes, you are. You, you bring so much expertise and and thoughtful dialogue to many of these issues and one of the things that has been out there people are are trying to get their brains around it is tariffs uh, that's a big conversation going on right now particularly trade with china and you recently had uh, commented on something this was out of the geopoliticalfutures.com back uh, may 14th uh, u.s china trade talks and the american strategy and as I was looking at your comments here, you said that about 18% of Chinese exports are destined for the United States. But in contrast, U.S. exports to China account for only about 0.5% of the U.S. GDP. So why is everybody going crazy regarding tariffs to China?
1: Yeah. Good question and a very complex topic because depending on which side of the tariff you're on and depending what you are, who you are, as in a citizen a business, or a government, your views are going to change. And if you're an American, there'll be one set of views. If you're Chinese, there'll be another set of views. So there's six different variables here. It's a six-way matrix, basically.
0: Well, and if you're in the media, there's another set of views. Well,
1: yeah. (laughs) Not necessarily uh, having to do with terrorists, but having (laughs) to do with knocking our current president. Um, The... uh, Trump has made this a big deal. Let's start at the government level then. Um, Trump has made this a big deal because he feels, as do a lot of us, that China has um, illegally and inappropriately subsidized their businesses. Um, And what does that mean? Uh, Well, China's giving their businesses advantages, tax advantages, or actual money donations uh, to expand their business acumen, their business capability. China's doing this because they know now, like we've known for 240 years in America, that private enterprise works. Uh, Believe it or not, communist China is probably more capitalistic than the United States of America is today.
0: How can can you say that?
1: I know. Um, It's hard for me to say, but uh, uh, the fact of the matter is that The Chinese government's created a bubble around business um, in China because they realize they need to create um, entrepreneur zones in order for business to thrive. They understand that government is antithetic to business. Government is antithetic to freedom, to individual freedom. They don't give their people the individual freedom that we have here, but they give businesses and business owners a lot of freedom from regulation. In America, we are controlled by regulation. You can talk to any business owner you want to, and you will find a universal comment about the incredible regulation we all face. And that is basically control regulation. Mm -hmm. So I say it is the strangest thing in the world. When I first heard it from a, a friend of mine who traveled extensively in China and wrote a book called All Roads Lead to China, Jeff Friedland, uh, that was his comment, uh, and blew me away. But they are. And uh, he uh, has said, and I agree with him, that America is not a particularly capitalistic country anymore because of regulation, because of government control. But if we, we go back to uh, what's happening at the government level, um, China is subsidizing uh, these business, their businesses, their Chinese businesses, to sell products over here, at a discount, under cost. Mm-hmm. And Trump is objecting to that because it gives Chinese businesses an unfair advantage over our businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's those are the two titans in the room that are fighting this whole thing out. China wants to build a capitalistic uh, uh, entrepreneur zone, enterprise zone, um, and they're doing it by subsidizing it uh, through the government, Trump doesn't want that to happen.
0: Well, and Jay, one other thing: then they are subsidizing their businesses. So, as you mentioned, they're actually uh, being able to offer their products lower than than their actual cost. On the other hand, it defies reason why we here in America are putting in this administrative regulatory state that increases the costs of our goods and services. So it seems, and I, I, Trump is addressing this, and, and boy, some folks are going crazy about it.
1: Uh, very true. And it, it doesn't make sense. And I think it's because a lot of people, particularly politicians and the voting public, haven't put together that um, government is one thing. It's power. It, it's not benevolence. It's not kindness. It's not wisdom. It's power. And every time a citizen says to a politician, well, let's have a program for that, <laughs> I cringe because, yeah, the government would be glad to take your money to pay mm-hmm. for that program and hire a whole bunch more government bureaucrats and tell a uh, little Susie hairdresser how to, how to dress people's hair. Give me a break, people. I mean, these poor people have to go through all sorts of licensing. And it costs a lot. It costs a lot. Absolutely. And that's passed mm-hmm. on to the end user.
0: And just a note on that, Jay, I was talking to somebody about this just the other day. I don't go to my hairdresser because she has a license. I don't even really care if she has a license because I researched it out. She was referred to me. I went to her once. She did a great job. And so I go back. I don't need the government giving her a license.
1: And you should have the freedom to choose rather than having government involved in your every decision. And that's what's happening. This this is why I say America is not a capitalistic country anymore. And it's a slow roasting of regulatory excess mm-hmm. that's occurred with us. So uh, Trump Trump is fighting China. If we go back to our, your original question uh, on the tariff issue, um, because uh, China is dumping. I mean, that, mm-hmm. there's no two ways about it. We as Americans like what the true definition of free market, or a uh, fair market value, or a fair price is a willing buyer, a willing seller, without outside coercion. You and I agreeing to a transaction for that cup of coffee right there is a fair market value if we agree on it, by definition. But China's intervening in that whole process. Mm -hmm. But I said it's a six-way matrix. You can't just look at China's dumping and Trump's mad at him for it. Um, There's other sides to this. The business it would be the next group that you talk about, and finally the end user, the citizen would be the final group on both the Chinese side and the American side on the business side, the Chinese businesses are benefiting because they're able to sell their products um, in the United States and sell their manufacturing uh, capabilities their production capabilities in China for the benefit of the United States business. So they're benefiting. So China is building a, a gigantic infrastructure, and their gross domestic product is just a small portion of our GDP, which is the conglomerate of all production in the nation. It's an indication of uh, if you have a business, it's an indication of your total revenue.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and so China wants to build that. They they know that they have to build that. I mean, it's a matter of their survival of their oligarchy their uh, dictatorship, et cetera. So that's why they're doing it. The businesses over here, uh, unless they go to China and avail themselves of the Chinese cheap labor and so forth and can afford the transportation costs back over here, uh, then the businesses here are suffering because Chinese goods are undercutting American goods.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And, you know, I'm pro-business, obviously, because... uh, not only does the business make the owner wealthy if he's smart or she's smart, but it also makes a lot of people, uh, gives a lot of people a good standard of living because they have a job. I mean, they're making money.
0: You know, and on that note, I have come to the t- determination, you know, the left is like the the far left, radical left. They like to say that they're compassionate. But, Jay, I submit to you that one of the most compassionate things that one man can give another is a job.
1: Yes. That That's such a, a good point. Uh, it's actually immoral that uh, the the left, the socialists, uh, the Democrats, uh, want to give handouts and welfare. That is absolutely immoral. I know what it, I see it in my business all the time. Uh, I see fathers giving their sons new BMWs because they mm-hmm. crashed their old BMW, mm-hmm. or I see the effects of people not working because they get paid by the government basically not to work mm-hmm. or the, the young mother who has a whole bunch of kids because she gets paid by the government to have kids mm-hmm. that's what they're doing and, and and i can't think of a anything more immoral than destroying the spirit of an individual destroying the their self-knowledge that they can do it themselves they may have to overcome a lot of hardship and believe me you don't live in this world just because it's nice and easy it's not it's hard it takes a lot of work but you will prevail you can prevail conversely the tough love scenario has almost always been effective if mm-hmm. it's not carried it's not too tough right there's got to be love in there but uh, i'm thinking my your kids mm-hmm. my kids um hardest thing in the world to do but uh, Probably, the greatest lesson I ever gave them was not to bring them into the bank right away. Mm-hmm. Um, say you need to go out in the real world and you need to not don 't prove it to me I know you 'll be successful. You need to prove it to yourself that you can do it. you can overcome whatever the world brings you, and believe me, you can perseverance, hard work honesty ethics they 'll prevail every time
0: and those are really those are those are things that build character. And uh, character is something that this whole American idea was built on. And so circling back to the business component of this, you know, business in its, its truest self, I think, is very benevolent because it's creating a product uh, of value that other people are willing to actually uh, part with their hard-earned dollars because they look at that product and they say – I'm willing to do that because this is going to make my life better.
1: Yeah, fair market value. Mm-hmm.
0: Fair market value. Uh, and so it's really been unfair that we have now had politicians and bureaucrats that have put in this regulatory state here in the United States, which has made us very in- uh, uncompetitive with what's going on out there. And then you add in China, they're subsidizing those businesses. It's really tough on the American businessman.
1: It, it really is. Um... And my biggest concern is the United States government regulatory burden on independent businesses, banks, financial institutions, medical centers, etc. Uh, that is the, probably the biggest threat that we face right now. I've said it many times and people kind of look at me crosswise when I say it, but there's two ways to take over a nation. One is force of arms where the military rises up against the citizens, which will not happen in America. Uh, And the second way is through government intervention, regulations, fines, uh, government intervention in our uh, daily lives. And um, I think we are, the deep state is, is proving out to be much more pervasive, much deeper, much more dedicated to that kind of control than we ever thought they were. And now they're revealing themselves. It's obvious who they are, what they are, what their intentions are. That they would, uh, for instance, uh, whether you like Trump or not, um, is irrelevant. But the fact that they would go to the FISA courts and get a subpoena to um, use the um, spying network in, on an American citizen in America, which is highly illegal,
0: highly illegal. And it's like a banana republic. Jay Davidson, let's go to break. We have a whole bunch more to unpack on this. Uh, It's great to have you in studio. So this is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks. We'll be right back. I'm thrilled to have in studio with me today, Jay Davidson. He is the, let's see, the founder, the chairman, the CEO of the First American State Bank right here in the Denver metro area. And, you know, it's those community banks that help mom and pop build their American dream, and it's so good to have you in studio.
1: Good to be here, Kim. Thank you.
0: And we're talking about tariffs. Uh, you'd you think the the sky was falling regarding the media and all the attention they've been giving to tariffs. But you had and, had you commented on this very important piece from the geopoliticalfutures.com, and this was back May 14th, the U.S.-China trade talks and American strategy. And the you mentioned in the last segment that the Chinese economy is much smaller than our economy. The GDP is much smaller. Uh, and then we were t- we moved on to talk about government intervention and the regulatory state. So in America, government is taking more and more control of our businesses. And you said over in China, they're actually subsidizing businesses to try to make them competitive. It seems upside down to me.
1: Uh, truly upside down. Um, this is the biggest dilemma and the biggest threat that, our country faces today, in my humble opinion, the continual growth of the federal government, the scope, the power, the um, excesses of the federal government are are the one threat that uh, America will eventually succumb to. Uh, this we will we will die from within. Uh, I Lincoln, think Lincoln, even
0: you know, recognized that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jefferson, Washington, Franklin recognized that. That's why they created a republic, a constitutional republic. You think about the very founding documents of our nation. Uh, they didn't create a democracy. This pulls people away, but there's no mention of democracy in the Constitution or the Bill of Rights or any of the founding documents. The reason is that democracy always devolves into tyranny, always. Because the majority? Rules the few. Which, just a quick note, that's why this national
0: popular vote thing, is it's the tyranny of the majority.
1: Amen. So. Amen. I'm totally with you on that one. So uh, what, what the founding uh, documents did was they created a very unique nation. Very unique. And, and the only reason that it's unique is that the power is to the people. The power is to you and me. Citizens, individuals. And the freedom that goes with that is accrued to us through a constitutional republic. It's, it's called constitutional republic because the rule of law must prevail in all situations. And the rule of law, if you read the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, they specifically and almost exclusively limit the federal government's power over the individual.
0: Well, and I'm going to look for something here. I just saw this, Jay, and that was the rule of law. Somebody had told me this, that, well, it is basically the rule of law allows people to comfortably be able to go about their hopes and dreams. If they have that that understanding that there's that solid rule of law, but that, that law has to be based within the vision of the Declaration and the U.S. Constitution. It can't be these regulatory laws. That are being put in place. Yeah,
1: law. The law specifically, the rule of law specifically refers to the Constitution of the Bill of Rights specifically and exclusively, and then the uh, addendums to those great documents. Rule by the other, the opposite of rule by law, is rule of regulation, and that's what we're facing today, where the federal government has um, expanded uh, their scope, their power, their um, rules and regulations mm-hmm. into every aspect of our lives. If, if people were to stop and think for a moment of how many things are affected by the federal government, are controlled by the federal government, I think they'd be very shocked to realize how powerful that government has become. Now, I'm not an anti-government guy. You know, there's a place for mm-hmm. government, and I think the predominant place is infrastructure, including commerce, and uh, the military.
0: National mm-hmm. yeah, sure defense. But it,
1: it, you know, it's not the Fed Reserve regulating my bank to the nth degree or uh, the EPA regulating my oil and gas friends to, a, you know, almost to extinction right now. Uh, it, that's not it. And that's <clears throat> the, the differences are that rule of law is has to be predominant here. And the we've seen a breakdown in the rule of law because. Uh, of the things that the deep state has been doing, and certain what I would call extremely corrupt politicians have been doing, and uh, we've seen that working out here with the uh, Mueller investigation now, and uh, the uh, the reaction to the Mueller investigation by the Democrats in this case, they're they're the ones that are on the hot seat right now, not the Republicans. Although they'll have their chance too, they're not that lily white. Um, the, uh, what you're seeing is a reaction by these uh, deep state folks, the Comeys, the McCabes, uh, et cetera, that they're terrified. They're terrified of Barr and they're terrified of Trump mm-hmm. because the, the rule of law is coming after them. They're going to be held accountable. And they had this whole world set up where they were not accountable. In fact, they were encouraged to be what I would consider to be highly illegal mm-hmm. in their activities mm-hmm. and abusive. I think I'm getting far afield of tariffs right now. I
0: know, but it's <laughs> it's important it's important to understand that but I guess we have gotten away from tariffs, but it is important to understand that. And just a couple of other things though, it's not just the federal government. What I have seen, you know, the Democrat party of today is not the Democrat party of JFK no. of your grandma, your grandpa. This is these are activists that are in you know, the question now is really freedom versus force, force versus freedom power. You mentioned Absolutely. that. And what I've seen, though, is that if they can't get it done at the federal level, then they'll try to get it done at the state level. If they can't get it done at the state level, they'll go to local. And uh, and then they'll move it you know, back and forth regarding this whole regulatory state. So every election is really, really important that we elect people that understand the true sense of the rule of law, the Constitution, and the proper rule of government.
1: Yeah, and the other avenue that the the left, and I don't even call them progressives anymore, and I, certainly they were never liberals,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, but their their greatest power is realized through um, the growth of regulation uh, over business and over individuals. That that that's the subtle, uh, clandestine methodology that they're invading. It's kind of like the invasion of the body snatchers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're creeping up on us. They're adding these little little rules and regulations, you know. Oh, well, it saves the children or, mm-hmm. it. you know, we need to protect the little guy. And it does just the opposite. Right. Uh,
0: right. So, well, we're going to have to have another conversation about all of that messaging. That's really important. In this, these last few minutes, though, we've not gotten to, you mentioned the other component on tariffs is the, the person, the individual. Sure. So what about that?
1: Okay. On the let's say the, let's take the Chinese citizen first. Um, the the sub, the government subsidies are kind of circular. But um, if you just take the citizen, then the citizen is benefiting from the tariffs. From excuse me, from the subsidies that the Chinese government is giving the businesses, because the individual gets a job, a well-paying job, and you know they can take care of their family, which is the critical issue for everybody. Mm-hmm. They don't care who you are or which are um the, the, the anomaly of this thing is that that citizen then pays taxes and the taxes go back to the government to subsidize the business, and then more taxes are paid. So this is a, a negative circle. but but right now, the business is thriving in China, uh, predominantly because of this enterprise on that the Chinese government is creating, this capitalistic, world this bubble that's Mm -hmm. being created that by the way since it's created by the chinese government can be collapsed by the chinese government at any time that's different from what we have or had in america now go to america and talk about the american citizen the american citizen is benefiting from the chinese subsidies because we're able to buy these products uh, this apple or whatever it is yeah yeah i mean you'd probably pay A lot more for that phone if the Chinese government wasn't subsidizing production of the chips or whatever Mm -hmm. that go into that phone so the we're benefiting from this dumping well why would our dear president wanna wanna get in the way of that well again that's the reason the reason he's doing it is because China is taking an unfair advantage in the business world they're garnering tremendous power to themselves by creating this capitalistic zone that they have with their businesses this this is what people miss uh, military is certainly powerful but business uh business productivity uh gdp are much more powerful instruments and much less destructive than the military at gaining whatever you want if you have the gdp you can go do what you want to do and for years the chinese have clandestinely uh, underwritten their business and and subsidized and undercut and built an infrastructure. I understand why the Chinese government has done that. It's survival for them. Mm -hmm. Their people, their billions of people would rise up against them and slaughter them Mm -hmm. if they didn't have um, these kind of changes going on. I get that. I just, you know, choose which, which one of the six parts of this matrix, you know, the citizen, the business, or the government, you want to take care of and then take care of them. In my mind, it's the citizen. It's always a citizen because it's the individual. To me, individual and individual freedom and economic freedom are synonymous with America. And my final point here um, is the Chinese have created this great big capitalistic bubble. But it's a creation of a government. It can, it can be burst at any right. time by a government. In America, our uh, capitalism was created by... You and me, back 250 years ago, getting out of bed every morning, going to work every morning, doing the right thing, building our own economic system free of government intervention. We didn't have taxes. We didn't have regulatory authorities. We had a minimalist government that was originally set up for a good reason. And we were able to thrive. We built, we, our forefathers, Mm -hmm. although my family immigrated from Scotland, so I can't Mm -hmm. claim this but i do like to say that i'm american indian because i want some part of america
2: here (laughs) oh come on oh yeah i know i'm trying to get a (laughs) casino too okay
1: but the the fact is that it was and, and it is today it's the individual it's you going out on a limb spending your money creating this uh enterprise that you've created it's me starting a bank 25 years ago um And I think our time is up. Is that what that is?
0: Well, actually, no, somebody was calling in, but our time is up. But but you're right. It's everyday individuals going out, risking, working hard. And that is the American dream. And we have got to protect it. And President Trump realizes it. And that's why he's doing what he's doing with these tariffs. And so I think the media is, is, uh, you know, I think they need to be a little more honest about what they're talking about.
1: And look at the longer range uh, efforts that Trump is putting in here this is not about tariffs and underwriting it 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 is about economic power truly economic power And you know what i'm okay with that because i don't want the chinese to take over i don't want them to become the the uh uh run the currency market the world leader i don't you know what i'm selfish that way i'm a nationalist that way
0: (laughs) oh those are fighting words for some folks Uh hey jay davidson thank you so much for being in studio